To all our partners of Andrew Womack Ministries in Uganda, we thank you and appreciate you for the financial support you render to us to take the gospel as far and deep in the world. Truly because of you, the gospel reaches the whole body of Christ. We speak a blessing unto your lives and families and exceeding prosperity. The following program is sponsored by Andrew Womack Ministries and Caris Babu College. Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace. Jesus forgave us of all sin, past, present, and even future sin. The first time I realized that Jesus took the absolute penalty, punishment, all of it for my sins, that was freedom for me. And now, here's Andrew. Welcome to our broadcast of the Gospel Truth. This week I've started sharing probably my favorite teaching talking about spirit, soul, and body. It's about who you are in Christ. It's your spirit that got changed, not your physical body. You still got the same body. You still got the same mind. And those things are subject to change. You can exercise. You can lose weight. Uh, you can educate yourself and do change to a degree. But you still have a body and a soul that have not been saved. They've been purchased. Someday we're going to get a glorified body. Someday we will know all things, even as also we are known, 1 Corinthians chapter 13. So those things are going to be changed in the future. But the only part of you that has changed right now is your spirit man. And you can see that because the verse that I started with out of 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, it says, If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. It didn't say old things are passing away. It's not a process. It's something that's already happened. All things have become, not are becoming, but have become new. That's not true in your physical body. It's not true in your soul. But in your spirit, 
You are a completely brand new person. Netuogera kumoyo wogwe yaloko kanti wafuka muntu mujja era kitonde kijja. And yesterday I was making the point from a number of different scriptures. Nolecho onakuregulo nabadde mteka kensongeno ngankutunulize byawandikwe byenjawulo. That your spirit can't be seen or felt. Now this is important that you understand this. Because there's so many things in the Bible that it talks about that greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. And we look at that as something that is on paper only. It's not a reality. And people will say, if I had this power on the inside of me, if I had something powerful, I'd know it. I could feel it. Well, see, that's because in the flesh, in your physical body, and in your soulish realm. If you're hot, you just know it. If you're cold, you know it. If you have a pain, you know it. You don't have to think about it and study it. You don't have to renew your mind. You just know it. If you are discouraged, you just know it. And so we assume that the same thing would be true in the spirit realm. If I had God living on the inside of me, if I was already healed, if I had the same power... That raised Jesus Christ from the dead living on the inside of me. Which Ephesians 1:19 says we do. If I had it, I'd feel it. I'd know it. No, you won't, because Jesus said in John chapter 3, verse 6, that which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Flesh is flesh, spirit is spirit. The spirit is in a different realm. It's not physical. It's not tangible. It's not something that you can feel and perceive with just your five senses. What you can see, taste, hear, smell, and feel. The way you see what's going on in the spirit realm, Jesus said in John chapter 6, verse 63, it's the spirit that quickens, the flesh profiteth nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. 
Boyagama antino moyo gweguleto bulamu umbitito guliko chekugasa ebigambo biemba gambie gwemoyo bwebulamu. And in James chapter 1, it says that when you look into this perfect law of liberty, you're like looking in a mirror. It's a spiritual mirror. Atiranga ni muyakobo, echisoka agamantino, buomala notula mateka gana agomoyo, otegelela dale chikena mumasomomoyo, kubanga inondabiru wa muyamoyo. If I want to see what I look like in the physical, I have to go look at a mirror. Gwe banja gala ogendo kumanya chichichendi dala mubiri, nbanja gena tunule mundabiru wa mu. Did you know that you have never seen your face? Ochimanyi inti gweke njini ampulida, tola banga komu face yo. And some of you... Think, well, that's crazy. I have to. No, you've seen a reflection of your face. You've seen a drawing of your face. You've seen a picture of your face. But you, with your physical eyes, have never looked at your face. How do you know? How do you know all of these things? You're just taking what you see. Haven't you ever stood in front of the, one of these mirrors? That makes you look tall and skinny or short and fat. Did you know that a mirror can distort things? How do you know that what you're seeing is actually accurate? Now, I'm not trying to get you to doubt, but I'm saying, here's the point. You are taking by faith a representation, a reflection, a drawing. A picture of what you look like. And you, you believe it and you act accordingly. Did you know what? You can't see with your physical eyes your spirit, but you can take what the Word of God says. As being accurate, and you can read and hear who you are in Christ. And what you have. And as long as you understand that there are spiritual truths. And realities about you, who you are in the spirit. That you can't perceive with any physical means. If you can understand that. Then you can read what the Bible says about you and just believe it. But you know, if I told you, well, you don't have any pain in your body, and yet if you felt pain, well, then it'd be hard for you to understand this because I'm saying something contrary to your experience. And you'd say, you know what, I don't care what you say, here's what I feel. 
Enoja kunga amanti anze sifa yoku chicho yogera na enze katiwenti wempulira. And the sad fact is most of us have been totally dominated and controlled by the flesh. What we see, taste, hear, smell, and feel. And we've gotten to where if I can't perceive it by one of these five senses, then it's not real, it's not reality. It doesn't exist. But that's not true. There are spiritual things that you can't see or feel. Let me give you an example of this over in 2 Kings. And in chapter 6. Is an instance where Elisha, the prophet, had been telling the king of Israel all of the king of Syria's battle plans. And so every time the king of Syria would send an ambush into Israel to fight with the king of Israel, uh, Elisha, God would tell him and he would go tell the king of Israel. And so the king of Israel would ambush the ambush. And this happens so often that finally the king of Syria says, somebody here has got to be a traitor. Somebody here is giving away my military secrets. And one of his servants says, it's none of us, but there's a man of God, Elisha. And who tells the king of Israel the words that you speak in your bedchamber. And in verse 13 it says, And he said, Go and spy where he is that I may send and fetch him. And it was told him, saying, Behold, he is in Dothan. Therefore, sent he thither horses and chariots and a great host, and they came by night encompassed the city about. And when the servant of the man of God was risen early and gone forth, behold, a host compassed the city both with horses and chariots, and his servant said unto him, Alas, my master! How shall we do? And this is just the old English way of saying he panicked. He was seeing all of these soldiers, a great host, maybe thousands of Syrians surrounding the city. And he knew that why they were there. 
FINALLY, SOMEBODY HAD TOLD THEM THAT ELISHA WAS GIVING AWAY ALL OF THE KING OF SYRIA'S BATTLE PLANS. KUBANGA MASEKATI YA WALUO MUNTO YALIA AGAMAZOGA MAKAMAKABA SURI INTI ELISA YE YALIA WAYO EBIAMA BIEBIO KURWANA. AND SO THEY KNEW THAT THEY WERE IN TROUBLE. NORECHO KATIYA MANYA ANTIBALI MUBIZIBO. AND HE TOLD he told his master, what are we going to do? And look at this in verse 16. And he answered, this is Elisha, answered and said, Fear not, for they that be with us are more than they that be with them. Now see, if all you think is real is just the physical realm, if you are carnal, that's what the Bible calls carnal. You know, we don't use the word carnal much, but if we do, it's usually a derogatory term. Talking about somebody being bad or evil or something like that. But the word carnal just means of the five senses or dominated by the five senses is what it's talking about. So when you say a person is carnally minded, it just means that they are controlled and dominated by what they see, taste, hear, smell, and feel. And they don't perceive that there's anything beyond just this physical, natural realm. And so, here Elisha said, Fear not, they that be with us are more than those that be with them. If you are carnal, just dominated in control. Thinking that all that exists is in this physical realm, that there is no spiritual world, there is no... Spirit on the inside of you, if it's all just physical, natural... Well, then people would say, Elisha lied. And you know, this is what a lot of people think about people who walk in faith. Now, certainly there's some people that misrepresent faith and say and do some weird things and and uh, that's not what I'm talking about. But if a person is truly standing in faith and standing and believing and speaking forth what they believe is true in the spirit realm, and using their faith as a bridge to bring that spiritual truth into physical reality, 
Well, then that's what Elisha was doing here. But see, if you were just carnal, if you were controlled and dominated by your five senses, some people say that's a lie. Because you could you could count the Syrians by thousands. One thousand, two thousand, There was thousands, horses and chariots and a great host. And then you look over to Elisha, one, two. Two of you versus thousands of them. If all you acknowledge is just the physical realm, if you are only carnally minded, then you would miss out on what Elisha did here. But see, Elisha, he wasn't lying. Some people think that faith is saying that something is true when it really isn't true. But if you'll say it and believe it hard enough, it'll become true. No, that's not accurate. Faith is saying what is true. It may not be physically true. But it is spiritually true. It's in line with what the Word of God says. The Word is spirit and it is life. And the Word reveals. It's like looking through a window. Into the outside. If you're inside of a building, you may not even know if the sun's shining, if it's cloudy, if it's day or if it's night. But you could look through a window and that window will give you a glimpse into the outside, and you can tell what's happening. Well, this is our window into the spiritual world. What's happening in the spiritual world? See, if you understand this, faith isn't saying something that isn't true. Until it becomes true. No, faith is saying what is true. It's just a spiritual truth. It's a spiritual reality. And your faith gives substance. That's physical reality. To something that existed 
in the spiritual realm. This is what Hebrews chapter 11 says. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good report. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the Word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Notice it didn't say that things that are seen talking about physical tangible things were made of nothing no, they were made of things. They were made of things that already existed in the heart and in the mind of God. It was a spiritual reality. And it became a physical reality. When a person says that by the stripes of Jesus I'm healed, then yet you can still see this big old goiter on their neck. Some people will say, well, you just lied. Well, it depends. Karis, an accredited Bible college in the beautiful town of Woodland Park, has been changing people's lives for over 25 years. The people here are so like-minded. They want to help you grow. These are people who genuinely care about you. They want the best for you. Be prepared to be blown away with the teachings. It's not just a season in your life. There's no way you can't change. You can't really go wrong going to a place that you get to sit and listen to the Word for four hours a day. Being under the Word that much just allowed God to pour so much into me. If you feel supernatural peace about coming to Karis, that's God. I know you're like, how, when, where, all these questions, just do it. The Lord will provide. I was doubting and second-guessing it, but when I took that step of faith, immediately, like, things were provided. Just being around like-minded believers, teachers who are there for you and ready to talk to you at any moment and answer your questions, there's just nothing like it. Just follow the leading of the one that you serve, and that's always going to be the right direction to go. Andrews Bible College, Karis Bible College, has over 60 extension schools around the world. Go to karisbiblecollege.org today to find a school near you. Transforming lives, training leaders, changing the world. Karis Bible College. I would have to say my favorite teaching uh, from Andrew is spirit, soul, and body. But it did um, set me free to knowing that how that my spirit man can never sin and it's always in right standing with God. And it gave me that freedom to be able to just have a deeper relationship with our Lord. I'd like to say hello to all of you that are watching the Gospel Truth in Africa and let you know that we have offices now in Uganda and in Zimbabwe and in South Africa. 
and we have Karis Bible Colleges in all of those places. And there's just a lot of ways that we can minister to you. And so I'd like to make you aware of this and have you contact those local offices. Also participate in Karis Bible College because we are there to help you and these offices are there to be able to get the materials to you quicker. But man, we are excited about what God is doing in Africa and I am really blessed to be a part of it. Thank you for listening to the Gospel Truth Program. We believe that you have been blessed. Please call us on 0200-330-000 to pray with you or to make an inquiry or share your testimony with us. We speak healing into your body and prosperity into your life. You are blessed. Hi there, my name is Angela and I am a lawyer. When I came to Caris, I loved God, I was pursuing his things, but I didn't fully understand who he was. Caris has helped me understand my identity and my authority. Now I can step out in boldness and with power as a child of God. My name is Marvin. I'm a graphics designer. When I joined Caris Bible College, I was a drug addict. Four months down the road, having sat under the word, I was totally set free from all the addictions and the desires, and I am now entirely delivered. Be a part of those who testify. Enroll to Caris Bible College in this 2024 intake. Your life will be transformed, built into a leader ready to change the world. Apply online at karisuganda.net or visit us at Park Royal Mall, 6th floor, along Buganda Road, Kampala. For more inquiries, please call us on 0200-330-000. Join Caris Bible College. Join Caris Bible College. Come on to Caris. Caris Bible College, transforming lives, training leaders, and changing the world.